Faintly in the background, there are things afoot, things amiss, and we are counting down to the start of the 2023 A7FL season. The only way we know how, by talking on the three-on-one podcast. Hello again, everyone. For some reason, I'm your host, Matt Ryan, and I'm joined, as always, by two of my favorite humans. He protects the line. He protects you wherever you are. He is... Big Rob Fabian, the multi-time A7FL champion. And on the on the line as well, he's behind center. He's my quarterback. He's throwing the ball downfield. No need to crow hop. He is Corey Hammond. Gentlemen, it's our second pod this week. And Rob, glad to have you back. Uh, so so um, while you were gone, the, the, the Las Vegas division owner occupied your seat, but but we sanitized it and get not get any of the Vegas germs on there. But 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 welcome back. <laughs> it's great to be back. Um, I'm sorry I missed the Vegas pod, but I think you guys did a great. Well, thank you, thank you so much, and Corey. Some interesting feedback coming out of the Vegas podcast. Uh, a lot of love from the Vegas division, some of the people in there. And I'm taking a look at the voting, and you can vote on the A7FL awards at a7fl.com slash vote. But a lot of people starting to vote for some interesting candidates that belong on the list, but you wouldn't think that they would be the ones that would be leading. And just to give a little bit of clarity, there are two ballots. There is the internal ballot, which is mostly, you know, the media members, A7FL management, division owners, coaches, team executives, things like that. That's the majority weight of the awards. But we do have the fan vote, and we will announce who won the overall vote and who won the fan vote on the in two in next week i believe next week on the pod yeah that'll be next week's show uh we will have the announcement on who will be the a7fl you know the a7fl award winners for 2022 but when you take when i'm taking a look at the fan voting guys some interesting names right now leading in the fan vote for mvp i don't like it (laughs) i do not like it one bit what do you not like about it I mean, I, I I think I'm I'm very clear cut on who I want to win everything, and I think they deserve it. Like I feel like I'm very unbiased in these picks. But when I saw the fan voting, I won't give anything away. I'll let you do that, Matt. But when I saw the fan voting, and I saw like a couple of guys I really think deserve the the win, not like I mean they're in the top three, but shit, why aren't they number one? You get what I'm saying? Like yeah. I didn't like that very much yeah and it is changing uh some interesting names uh not getting some votes uh but the fan vote is the fan vote it's a separate ballot um but they all combine together but the private ballot is the most weighted one and right now in that voting uh, i'm really excited to see who comes out of that one but it brings us to a conversation guys about who are the elite we were talking about that with Derek duncan last week the idea of if we reboot the whole thing, if we hit the reset button on the A7FL and each, you know, if it was a two teams, a division or one team, a division, or just any of these numbered of scenarios and the entire landscape of the A7FL was wide open. Would they, would a Sterry Codrington be the number one pick? Who would you go with? Who would you build your roster around? And it goes back to like, who are the top 50 players in the A7FL? And there's a lot of different ways you can grade or judge it. But Corey, I'll start with you. How do you analyze who's a great player in this league? Well, I think a lot of my personal beliefs stem from the times I've shared field with fields with certain players. So whether they've been on my team, whether I've played against them, you really see what a guy's worth when he's directly up against you, especially in direct competition. So when it's a quarterback, um, you know, I can see from the sideline, you know, I don't play defense ever. Um, not that anybody was confused about that, but it's just a, a blatant fact. But when I see a guy on the other sideline do the types of things that, that impressed me. Um, you know, th- that's a lasting effect. Uh, certain things uh, matter more in this game than others. Uh, we can talk about who's the most physically dominant or who's got the best attributes or who's the fastest. 
Um, but that doesn't necessarily always translate to production on the field in a year to year basis. So what I try to do is, you know, even though, you know, most of us ag would agree that Courage Mosey is one of the elite running backs of VA seven FL, you know, self-admitted, he barely even broke a sweat this season. So is, is he still one of those best guys? Absolutely. But for the 2022 season, you know, I might, you know, in my opinion, if you ask me who was the, 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 the best running back of this past season, you know, some might, some might still argue that courage would be that guy being unselfish, doing some of the things that he did, but then you have to look at some of the other guys that were able to just put out pure output. And, you know, that's, that's some of the things that go into when we're talking about like a top 50 or, or, or where we would take guys. So, you know, depending on how you phrase the phrase, the argument would be, you know, maybe who I get, because if you ask me, you know, on the U, who was statistically the best wide receiver on their roster, you might say Kyle, Kyle Ward, right? But if you ask me if, if I could draft somebody from the U's roster, is that Donnell Hubbard Jr., the ice cream truck, making an appearance? <laughs> Sounds like it. No, I wasn't going to mention you, ice cream truck. You took away my taco tacos forever. Yeah, and I'm that sick and tired really of your, me your off. fast there. No, anyway. So my point was is that, you know, Kyle Ward might be statistically in 2022 the best wide receiver for the U. Um, if I'm going with the draft to, to put players around me, it would be hard to say that I wouldn't take Pat Coburn, who might not statistically have done as, you know, well – on paper as Kyle Ward, but his attributes and his route running and his ability as a wide receiver have never been something that anybody questions in this league. So, you know, when we, when we start to talk about who's better, who had a better season, depending on how you phrase it is how I'm going to look at it. And, you know, there, there's a lot of standout guys that might be new names to some of the people, not only around the league, but especially to the fans at home. And yeah, no, there's a lot of different ways you can look at it. There's a lot of different ways this can break through and for me, I think it's about consistency because we see a lot of players be able to break off and have a great game, but it could be an aberration. It could be an outlier. It could be on who they're playing against. But when you see that same level of play against division rivals in the playoffs, when you get deeper and deeper into the season, and that's why for me, a guy like Courage Mosey who can play you know, play aggressively at running back and tight end would be such an interesting top pick for me. I would look at the young guys like Ferrari and Columbia. Ferrari and Columbia are interesting because they didn't play every game. It would be, it would, I would really want to get a full sample size of them as players, especially if the, if, if this is going to be the elite against the elite every single week, them going up against quality lines every single week, going up against coached up def offensive lines or offenses that can get off the ball quickly. And I think that if they played against Tampa, if the BIC defense played the Tampa Nightcrawlers, that to me would have been such an interesting game. We were supposed to speak with Mark Bagway this week, but our you know schedules, things change, plans change, pal but it's just us chopping it up here on the pod. But Bagway and that offense, which is probably the second or third fastest operating offense in the league, you could probably argue fourth depending upon who's behind center for the Baltimore rare breed. But when they're so fast off the ball, that would be a true test for the BIC. And we saw it a little bit in the championship game, but a lot of the problems with the Patterson, you were on that front line. And... If you're looking to upgrade, does Verardi make sense as a top five pick if you are looking to build around defense? And Rob, I'll posit this to you because you've played on the line both sides and you've had to go up against some of the best athletes we've seen in the A7FL yeah, and protecting some of the best athletes in the history of the A7FL. Do you think drafting offensive or defensive line early – is as as effective as we've seen it in other leagues. I mean, we got to be honest here. This, the league that we're dealing with, there's too much offensive potential, and I don't think there's enough defensive potential in this league. If I'm drafting, I got to take a variety. If, let's say it's a 5-16 it's a draft. 
even if I don't take a quarterback first round, which I don't think everyone's going to take a quarterback first round. I just, I just don't think so. With Worthy up there, guys like guys like Worthy, guys like um Courage, those guys are still up there. If you take quarterbacks all first round, me, I'm going Verardi first. I, I would have to. I would go defense first because there's not enough defense. There's not enough guys that can really make an impact defensively like that. And God forbid you allow me to get him and Megatron. Yeah, let's just pack it up because now I can I can sit with a Corey Hammond, my quarterback, a quote unquote average pocket passer yes. with an okay line and a good running back, and actually make a dent in this league. These uh, these teams are very high offense. If you paid attention, not a lot of defenses did a lot of great stuff this this year. Even that, like you said, Bagway and Verardi would have been a very interesting matchup. But that's where Columbia, a guy who I really don't think is that good, but Columbia would have made a huge impact against a team like Tampa. While Verardi's flushing everything to a certain side, Columbia's going to come and clean things up like he's been doing all season. So I don't even think, even with, I wish he was here so we could talk to him, even with Mark Bagway's talent, the question I always had for him, even in that great game he had against Rare Breed, is could you do that for four quarters straight? And I mean four full quarters straight. And we saw that he couldn't do that for 60 minutes straight. Because that's not, you know what I'm saying, it's not really all that viable. So me personally, there's not enough defense in this league to not go defense first. There's way too much offensive firepower on these teams. The U alone had six starting wide receivers riding the bench. Same with BIC. They didn't even spread the love. I, I'm, I personally think there's enough offensive firepower to go around multiple rounds in this league. We're not even counting the guys in Baltimore. Defensively, these, these guys are a dime a dozen, so I would definitely go defense first. Honestly, if I got gifted a team in this league, like let's just say hypothetically each of us got a team in the A7FL. My first pick is Alex Verardi. My second pick is either Ashante Worthy or Corey Price in terms of what they bring to the table. I don't think Ashante Worthy would be there, but I would take a Corey Price. And then knowing that he'd be there in the third round, I would take I would take either Deontay Henderson from Tampa or I would take DeAndre Haynes from the, the Renegades. Because yeah, that's pretty wrong. They wouldn't be there in the third round. I would snag them, snag them up. <laughs> defense first. All right, defense all right. So, so we, we, prep, we prep this. How about this? You guys rock, paper, scissors. Whoever wins gets the first pick. Then the other guy goes next, and then I'll go third, and then we go from there. Let's see well, what we you know what? Let's go by seniority. Rob, you've been in the league longer than me, so you can get to go first. You're gonna give me the first overall pick. I will give I will give you the first overall pick. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna name the team, Rob. Name the, the big, team. The big Rob got Barber from Souls. No, no, the bearded, the bearded gentleman. Let's go, let's go that way, right? So now you put me on the spot. It's a three. Okay, okay. Context, guys. Context before they they clip what I said earlier and say I'm the biggest hypocrite on the planet. Context. It's a three-man draft, okay? My first pick, Alex Verardi. Go, Matt. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to do it because I think he's the best player in the league. I'm going to take Sterry Codrington. Okay, that's fine. Go, Corey. All right. And you guys probably know approximately where I'm going with this. No, we don't. But, but well, I'm not going to – I'm probably not going to pick a quarterback, right, because uh, I know that I can pick up uh, an old so – I can, I can pick up an old white-haired guy probably in the seventh or eighth round. Come on, come so, on, come on, Corey, come on. With the third pick, uh-huh. Corey Hammonds, Corey Hammonds, because you know I love my me, so Corey Hammonds, Corey Hammonds, sick. Ashanti Worthy, wide receiver, Trenton, awesome. New Jersey, awesome. And I just won the championship. Thanks. Um, <laughs> my next pick, my next pick, Quatrell Huffin, and I just won the championship. You guys can just walk into my house because there's nothing anybody can do to stop Quatrell Huffin and Verardi. No, you guys lost. Thanks, though. Go ahead. Well, no, it should be a snake draft, so technically Corey should go next. Whoa. <laughs> snake drafted after, after the second round. I already made my pick. <laughs> All right, fine. Fine. For you, for you, I'll do that. Appreciate you. I wasn't going to pick Huff anyway, so go ahead, Pete. He can have a. Uh, I got, All I got right, so now it's Matt again. 
Let's see. Um, that's Terry Cobbson. That's a good start. Great start. My second pick is going to be the first pick outside of New Jersey. Insane. The Las Vegas Fear. Insane. Select Deontay Henderson, linebacker, Tampa Nightcrawler. Uh, I like that. Not a bad pick. Not a bad pick. Not a bad pick at I like all. that pick. I like that pick. All right. So kind of almost keeping with the theme here, even though Rob did it with the first round and I'm doing it with the second round. The Corey Hammond, Corey Hammonds will select Dondre Haynes. All everything, everything. That's calm. That's calm. Six foot seven, two hundred and ninety pound beast that will jump over and through human beings. That's calm. That's okay. I'm not mad at that. And so it's just so it's a snake. Now Corey goes, right? Yep. Corey goes again. All right, go ahead. And then with the fourth pick. Please God. Or actually, no, we're now at the seventh pick. With the seventh pick, the Corey Hammond, Corey Hammond select. Please, please. D Johnson. Offensive lineman, number 76 from the Patterson U. Because with this old Silver Fox quarterback, I'm going to have to have a couple good blockers. Wait, who? Ski Johnson. No, uh, no, I think it's Derek Johnson, right? What's number 76 for you? The kid, the kid that has the deep. Last uh, name Johnson, big, the big fella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the only, only human being self-admitted that Rob said actually ever blocked Berardi in a game in front of him. As yeah. he did in the championship game multiple times, the only time right. that you were doing anything on offense is when they had big old number yeah. 76 take your first overall pick, and I'm drafting the one guy that was able to block him all year. Boom. Slow him down. Slow him down, but go ahead. So, Matt, go ahead. Second sele- – the third selection, <laughs> the Las Vegas Fear. We go back to New Jersey. We stay on defense. Rookie okay, of the good. year candidate, def- pardon me, defensive player of the year candidate, who's leading the fan voting right now. Oh, man. Duran, linebacker, Trenton BIC. Who? Big Mook. <laughs> I just wanted to hear you say it. Uh, Big <laughs> Mook. That's not a bad. All right. And it's a snake, so I get two picks, correct? Yes, sir. Again, I would like you guys to deliver me my championship because no way. There's no way. Um, ah, this is easy. <laughs> this is kind of easy. With my next pick, I would like to take Courage Mosey. Are you kidding me? It's absurd. Courage Mosey with that next pick. And then with the pick right after that, because I really waste no time, Um, I would like to take Big Dippy from BIC, the offensive lineman. Please mail me my championship. Are you guys All kidding right. me? Okay, if that's, that's what a good you want one. to do, the Las Vegas Fear happily select former A7FL championship and season MVP. Ooh, Call him Meet Me because he's a road runner. Ah! All right, all right. Even though he, he played 32 snaps all season, but guess what? He said he's a multi-time impact. impact, man. But also, let's take a, let's talk about the people that we selected so far. Uh, the number one overall pick went to the bearded gentleman, Alex Verardi, going number one. He's currently oh, let, let's call him the Beard Boys. Beard Boys with an I and a Z. Yeah. You got it. Yeah, yes, sir. Beard Boys. Well, we're the broadcasting boys, so you know. Facts, facts, facts. On brand. Um, so Alex Verardi going first, nominated and leading. Uh, in defensive, well, leading in uh, the M- the rookie of the year category in the defensive player of the year category, had five sacks in the A7FL championship. Sterry Codrington, who was our guest on the show last week, uh, multi, you know, now an A7FL champion, presumptive A7FL MVP. Ashante Worthy was in the running for, I believe, MVP, and all- he was offensive player of the year last year. Uh, Rob, that one going to Corey Hammond, the Corey Hammonds, the Beard Boys picked up Quattrell Huffin, a multiple time A7FL champion and MVP, current starting quarterback for the Patterson U. I uh, then next picked up from Tampa, the insanely talented Deontay Henderson, who in one of two games of the year had an epic performance against the Baltimore uh, 
the Baltimore rare breed falling short in that game, but a lot of the sample size in that game alone made him my second pick after that Corey Hammond picking up Deandre Haynes, who you might've seen playing on the East orange renegades. The last few seasons, he's known as Megatron. He's six foot nine. He is built like a brick shit house, and he might be the most disruptive veteran on the defensive side of the ball in the A7FL. Following that, Corey beefed up the offensive line with Derek Johnson. I then picked up Taheem Duran, a.k.a. Big Mook, for the Vegas Fear. Core, uh, Rob and the Beard Boys picked up Courage Mosey, who is a legend in this league, not only for the fact that he's been in the league for quite some time. He was the cornerstone of the BIC's 2016 championship. He has had some of the best offensive output in league history and one of the most touted and respected. Because when you talk about a legend in the A7FL, I would call Rob and Corey legends for this fact. They're respected across the league for their work ethic, their talent, their skill, and their determination. Because if you've never watched a Courage Mosey play, he, when he's locked in, he's one of the most locked in players I've ever seen in professional football. He's unstoppable. He's unstoppable. He's unstoppable. And then, and then you have the Beard Boys picking Big Dippy. I take for the my uh, second, my uh, third pick, pardon me, uh, my fourth pick, pardon me, Matt Riddick, who is a wide receiver and quarterback. He's been known as the Roadrunner. He won championships in the A7FL. He also was a member of this year's BIC team, was on the BIC last year, had a lot more touches in 2021 than he did in 2022. But in this scenario, he would be ready to go. And we are at our, third, our, four, our 12th pick of the draft. And that, Which is my fourth. I only got yep. three players. Yep, Corey Hammond and the – you get back-to-back picks here, Corey. You get pick 12 and 13. So, with pick 12, I'm going to beef up my, off, uh, my defensive line, have some versatility on the offensive line, and I'm going to go my man, Beefy LaPierre, defensive end, tight end, rare breed. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. And it's honestly, guys, at this early in the draft, it's kind of an underrated pick, but he's one of those guys, very similar. Uh, I, you know, honestly, looking at the rosters, I was looking at him and Nick Mays because those guys are just so versatile on both sides of the ball. When I'm building a team around uh, Dondre Henderson, uh, excuse me, Dondre Haynes, um, and, and you add Beefy to that defensive line, you know, two or three more guys, we have uh, we have a, a formidable force against uh, a Quattrell Huffin. With only yeah, one if, if you if you think if you think so, field. yeah, if you think so, sounds good. But go ahead. So with the thirteenth pick in this fake ass motherfucking draft, so I can just curse. That's the, the name. Of the, episode, <laughs> the Corey Hammonds, Corey Hammonds, select guys. This is a shocker for you. Are you ready for this one? Oh boy, Definitely. Mr. Stand Us the Fuck Up Tonight, Mark Bagway. Bagway, Mark. Wow. He's going to put him at corner. He's going to put him at corner. He's going to really put him at corner. Get real spicy. I, that, corner. that man, as just as effective as he was at quarterback, when I actually spoke with him before the Elite Eight game against the Rare Breed guys, I came down. I was trying to give him his flowers for being a, a successful quarterback in the league this year. And what he told me is he said, yo, really? Honestly, my natural position is wide receiver. I wish I could play wide receiver. And I'm going to make that happen for him unless one of you guys pick me. Boom. If Corey Hammond doesn't play for the Corey Hammonds, that's going to be a very interesting. Uh, you, can't uh, pick the, I, you can't pick but, Corey Hammond against the Corey Hammonds. That's insane. It, it, that is like a, like a dream come true for me because then the entire conversation will just be about the Corey Hammonds one way or another. But I'm, I got for the, oh, for the 13th goodness. pick, the Corey Hammonds. Pick Mark Bagway, one of the best, if not the best, overall athlete in the A7FL. Let's go, Matt. Let's go. Let's give me some. So my next pick is a veteran in the A7FL, someone who you would say should have gotten more opportunity behind center the last few seasons, someone who I've called some football with. Uh-oh, this is getting interesting. This is fun. This is funny. The Las Vegas Fear. He's oh, extremely proud to select the multifaceted, multi-talented man with the silkiest do-rag I have ever seen in these 33 years of existence. <laughs> we select Corey Price, a.k.a. CP3. Yes. Oh, man. No, God, just wait, Corey. Corey wait. Oh, you said Corey Price. Oh, I'm sorry. Corey Price. Do you, guys, 
do you guys yeah, right right do you guys want to mail me my chip or like how are we gonna how are we gonna do this so, hey rob when in, my in, next this, in, this, in this fmf fake motherfucking draft fmf draft you can't yeah. claim the chip that you, you did it i'm with claiming yourself. the chip once once you guys listen we're gonna what i would love to do matt and Corey, i would love to put these teams up for a fan vote for a seven fl poll just to see whose team seems better and with my next two picks, because I think that far ahead, I'm mm. going to Baltimore, dummy. I'm going to the Avenue. I need Wolverine and Pack Money. Oh, oh, you know, pack, it. pack it up, I'm ladies and gentlemen. That's GG. That's GG's. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a squad. All right, you I'm, know what? You know what? On, how dare you? You, you, might, you might be able to be kick-ass. You might have all these great players. But in terms of defense, I'm about to fuck your life up. Ladies oh, and good. gentlemen, the Las Vegas Fear happily select the most caffeinated man in all of pro football. He hops off the line Faster than when you hear it tapped by the feds. That's right. I pick Snag Sosa. Ooh. <laughs> I'm gonna sneak him in as my second running back. I like that. I like that. Okay. You know, okay. It's, it's funny. That's in, in preparation for for some of the stuff we were doing. I was listening to guys by position and like the top guys at their position. And for me, when I was listening to running backs, guys, I you know I, I didn't know where to fit Snags in. So I made this new category, just like guys, right? Like guys you just want on your team, guys that are just going to make an impact. The guys list includes Kareem Moon, Snag Sosa, Cohen from BIC. Like, so that is actually, Matt, that is a team building move. That is a, that is a move that's going to bring morale. That is a move that's going to bring an attitude. That's a really underrated move, but. With the whatever selection. That would be the – this is the 18th selection. With the 18th selection of the bullshit MS at uh, – whatever. I'm not doing the acronym if anymore. Pick, Corey, pick it, man, so I can kill y'all. Listen, yo, I am I am stalling like a motherfucker. Right <laughs> 18th selection. I got a dual threat guy that's going to be just as good on both sides of the ball. He's just started his career, and I think he can get even better with a little bit more room in front of him with, you know, a guy like Joel Rivera, one of the greatest in this league's history, retiring as far as he said, like, uh, as, as, as recently as a week ago. But I'm taking Dakari Mims, wide receiver from the Patterson yeah. And he's also going to play corner for me because Damn, that night. Great pick, man. Great pick, Corey. Because right, so, I promise you. And that kills me, too, because I, I got a guy in my back pocket that I had personal experience playing with that I wanted wide receiver. And I'm going to get him, but not yet. Because with the 19th selection in the FMF draft, the Corey Hammond, Corey Hammond select – Ricky Tate, corner, B-I-C. Oh! Well, guess nasty. what? Guess what nobody can do in this league as, as far as a, t- a whole team is, is guard the pass. And if you somehow, Rob, manage to get some decent wide receivers on that team for Quattro Huffman, even though you only have one good offensive lineman to block, I got guys rushing them, and I got guys covering. You, you got to remember who I am, but you'll find out in a second. Go ahead, Matt. I'm, I'm just I'm – just, it's hard enough for me to remember who I have, Rob. I'm I'm doing my best here. Matt has it written down. He has this stuff written down. No, I'm joking. No I'm writing it down. I'm when it, it down. comes to this right now, I have a pretty good defensive line. Kind of need, kind of need to bolster the offense a little bit. And when you have Sterry Codrington behind center, and then from there you have Corey Price and you have Matt Riddick. You have some solid speed and you have some solid weapons. But, you know, when you're looking at speed, the three-on-one game is supremely important. And the two best returners in the league, Ashante Worthy and Marcellus Pack, are gone. So I'm going to have... I'm going to have to look towards the West Coast. I'm going to have to look towards California, uh, to, to the West Coast. I'm going to have to look towards Las Vegas. 
the Las Vegas Fear are taking one of our own. And with that, I select Curtis Pac-Man Jones to join That's us with That's the calm. fifth pick. I like that, man. That's calm. I, I like that pick. I like that pick. I'll say this early, though. Like, a lot of the guys that I'm looking at, I'm thinking that they're going to probably play two ways for me. I don't know if it's impossible, but for me, Pac-Man is a really good return man wide receiver, which is kind of two ways. But I don't, I don't think that, Matt, I think you're losing out because you could have took a couple guys that can play corner too. So I'm also just angling so that, you know, in Rob's opinion, I'm at least number two. Because in my opinion, I'm number one. <laughs> yeah, but my opinion is the only one that matters. And these next two picks to you. will shock the world. Ladies okay, and gentlemen. Taking the wrong people go. No, listen, listen. I've already both listen. You guys don't understand how I'm picking these guys. I'm I'm super established. My next pick, easily without a question. Oh my god, it's gonna make me sound like such a hypocrite. But I have to take Jason Sisson with my next pick. Give me Sisson. I've been one of his toughest critics. And I've been calling BIC's receivers trash, but I will take Jason Jason Sisson right here. I'll take him. I'll take him. And with my following pick, ha! You know, my problem with this guy is I never get his name right because on Facebook, his name is one thing, but then we call him something else on the field. Say his name. Slab Boogie for my next pick. Defense covered. Are you kidding and then I still got picks in the pe- listen, stops. I got Sisson, Sly Boogie right now. Matt, I know you're looking at that paper and you're sweating a little bit. My my team looks nasty, right? That's a nasty team. You know what? I'm gonna go with a guy who proved himself in the regular season and in the playoffs. So much so that he became the number one option to one of the best teams in the A7FL. I'm gonna go. Kyle Ward, Patterson U. Okay. I'm not going to lie to you. I'll be honest with you. Kyle Ward, for real, for real, I was going to go Kyle Ward and Jason Sisson, right? <laughs> but I said, I can't go Kyle Ward, leave Jason Sisson, and not pick up someone who can flex both offense and defense for me. Because Sly can go up top, but I need that defensive guy. So Kyle Ward's a great pick. I'm, I'm not going to lie. That's a great pick. Another awesome pick for the Las Vegas Fear. Leaving the Corey Hammond, Corey Hammonds. Two picks in a row. So with the whatever is pick, and Matt will fill us in in a second. The Corey Hammond, Corey Hammonds add another extremely versatile A7FL champion that seems to be able to do anything that he's, he puts his mind to. A lot of us call him by a name that is not even close to his real government name. Some might not even know his real government name. But with this pick, the Corey Hammond, Corey Hammond select. Markeith Williamson, dot boss from the U. You see, I, got I legitimately hate you. I legitimately <laughs> hate you. I legitimately hate you. I thought I was going to be able to sneak away with that one. I hate you. Now, cool. so <laughs> just, just to make it clear, the people that I can put either on Ooh. offensive line or tight end are Johnson from the U, Beefy from Rare Breed, Dondre Haynes from the Renegades, and M. Dot from the U as a defensive line that's attacking quarterbacks and messing up stuff in the goal line, as well as three guys that I can put in a triple tight end package with with some of my really speedy wide receivers. You know, the guy I found there. Sounds All right, good. So- Complete your team. Sounds good. I promise you. It's not as good as you think. I watch this. So with my next pick, which is somewhere in the 20s, the Corey Hammond, Corey Hammonds, will not only solidify our three-on-one at a potential third or other option wide receiver that we could just use in the utility, and a guy that even though he probably weighs maybe 140 pounds, plays with 250 pounds of pure heart and some crazy ass flipping abilities. Son of a I'm gonna go with my guy Trey Cohen from B- BIC. Let's go. Go pick. I thought uh, I was gonna be able to sneak him too. I know, I know Matt was gonna portray. I know Matt was gonna portray. He was my and next pick. Open. I bet he was. I bet uh, he was. But you know what? 
you know what I'm going to do? We're going to go viral. We're going to go viral. You know why? Because the Las Vegas fear, you know, it gets hot in Las Vegas, gentlemen. You know, it's a dry heat. Things melt out there. That's why you need a conveyance. You need something that's cool that you can drive around in. And with that, we happily... Son L. Hubert, the motherfucking ice cream truck. Oh, you suck! <laughs> and if you've Man, not seen, I need a second now. I need a second. Fuck! Ah, I need a the second. last two picks: Trey Cohen and Donnell Hubert. Trey Cohen, if you've seen the clip on Sports Center. Of that young man completely losing his mind, flipping with no hands. After the A7FL championship, we were all on the field congratulating the teams and enjoying in the cigars uh, that were being handed out by various members of the BIC. Um, Trey Cohen and his mom came up to me. I had a very lovely conversation with them. Trey's mom asked him to flip for me. <laughs> <laughs> what? He did a flip, just unprompted, like prompted by his family. He did a flip and then rolled on with it. And I, I love that energy. I love his personality. I'm really mad that I didn't get him on the team because he is effective on the three-on-one. And also, he's a potentially dangerous defender and wide receiver. Um, Donnell Hubert, the ice cream truck, really effective, can possibly play defense. But as a running back, he is a dynamic weapon. And I really like the combination of having a Sterry Codrington, having a Matt Riddick, and you have some solid players in there on offense and defense. You got Kyle Ward as your number one or number two wide receiver. You got Corey, you got a real rotation of quarterbacks there because you could throw Sterry Codrington in in secondary. Like I could put Sterry in in the secondary and have him rotate between Corey Price and Matt Riddick, a quarterback. I feel like the conversation we had about starting and closing quarterbacks and kind of having this rotation and rhythm is really, I think I have the best example of that in terms of being able to play against the strengths of your opponents in defense. You you forced my hand with that pick. I'm not going to lie. And now this pick, I wasn't going to pick so soon. I was actually going to save it for later, but I'm not going to lie. You forced my hand and you made me have to do something I was not planning to do so soon. So for the next pick, I'm going defense again. I'm going with the best safety in the league, hands down. And I'm so happy this year he flew under the radar because I get to pick him and he gets to destroy your running backs and literally pick off all your quarterbacks. Please give me JJ soul touch a roll, but let me get JJ, please. Rob, what I will say is that that you got another pick here, but I'm not allowing you the soul toucher. You get Nightcrawler, period. I'll take Nightcrawler. I'll take Nightcrawler. (laughs) And this is the pick pick that I think is going to turn the internet upside down. (laughs) They won't understand why I'm picking this guy. No one's going to understand except him and the people that have played with him. I have to give him his flowers. This guy's one of the most versatile guys I've seen in the league in a while. He plays both sides of the ball. He does it well enough that it got him a championship. Why you do that? Jimmy hey, okay. Jimmy that All right, you got an annoying catchphrase too. Great. Uh, yep, I do. And now my line, my offensive line is solid. I don't need that many because Courage is a phenomenal blocker. Courage can play tight end and running back. And if you use him the way Sterry uses him, Courage is dangerous. And if I have KWAC right there, come on now, guys. Yeah, just, just mail me my tip, man. All right, so KWAC is literally the discount version of both Dondre, Beefy, and Dot Boss, all guys I have a mind. And guess what? So I got him. I got him. general version of my I guys. got him. Why you do that? <laughs> that come with an annoying catchphrase. It's like a children's yep. toy. And guess what? Going your guys, toy box and you can't your guys have you to deal that? with like, that. Get, your guys have to toy. deal with that all season. You're not get ready the kids for that. Toy. It's going off again. You're not ready for that. Take the batteries out. Do that and I would make it Take so now. I would get why you do that shirt. I would get why you do that stickers to put on your cars. I would piss everyone off. Why you do that? K-Y. Yeah. Okay. All right. Nice. Let's Matt, go, Matt. My next pick is someone who can play tight end. 
He's someone down in Jimmy McNulty country. I am going with Nick Mays, the mean machine. Good pick. He's a versatile guy. Again, maybe not the Dollar General version of my guys, but definitely an Aldi version. But no, I'm just joking. Nick Mays is one of the best mean machines ever in this league. Um, And that's a great pick, Mac, because if you look at over the course of his career, we talk a lot about how effective Ace Boogie has always been as a quarterback. But I feel like if you watch film of Ace Boogie and you really watch it closely, every single time, and it's almost like 100%, every single time that Ace Boogie, the quarterback for the Gators, is in a do-or-die situation, it seems like Nick Mays is the one that leaks out in the flat, catches a three-yard pass, and takes it 50 yards either for a score or a definite first down. So, Matt, the Vegas beer looking pretty good. Rob, your team, you know, the the, the bearded beards or whatever, you know. The beard boys, you, don't you disrespect. Got, they got a lot of hype. You. They seem like one of we're those, gonna those, you. those paper teams. We're going to torture you. Nah, we're going to torture you. They seem like one of those paper teams, bro. I think there's nah, a lot of we're gonna torture involved you. in your team. So, I got a question because, Matt, you got the official thing. The, yeah. You you – you early took the best overall, probably middle linebacker uh, stuffer uh, Henderson out of four, right? Because because I think like that is a position where he's he showed that he's such an uh, impact player at that position. He transcended, you know, how important that position is. But I do feel like that position is really important in the eight seven FL, especially you know when you do have the foresight like the Corey Hammonds, Corey Hammonds general management to get the, the defensive secondary that is, is, is usually a weakness for most teams. So with the whatever it's picking, I think we're almost to 30 guys. The Corey Hammond, Corey Hammonds select Samad Jenkins, linebacker for the Renegades. Now, he's one of the most underrated guys that you probably might, might not have even ever heard of. But if you talk to guys around this league that play running back you're talking about the chubby guy. He's a stud. He's a stud. That's a great thing. He's an pick. absolute He's monster. Stud. And the only thing he, only thing Henderson from Florida has on him is so, that sideline to sideline speed. That is is an absolute mutant trait. And Henderson might yeah, as well so, be X Men himself. Samaj, so, so, so Samaj will really. Samaj Jenkins is one of the Jenkins is one of the purest tacklers and one of the best run stopping linebackers in our league, bar none. And you know a guy is really good. When in the first time that Ryan DePaul ever saw him, he actually texted me after the Renegades BIC game in which, you know, Ryan actually stood in for me uh, that night game because I was obviously on the field. And he said, man, that linebacker is something. What's his name, man? We got to get more video of him out there because he's a real player. So I think that that's maybe a guy not a a lot of our, our listeners are aware of, but Samad Jenkins, if you play in this league and he's yeah, he's a you and hit you, you didn't forget his face, that's for sure. And you probably avoided it on the next play. So with my next pick, as my team is shaping out to be the best of these three, and I think this team could easily win the championship every single year if I was given a chance. Now, I also, by the way, Rob, you would. this is the type of team that if you were on BIC, you would switch over to us to get that final chip like you did when you when you left yeah. BIC. See, that's funny because I was on the U for four years. I was on the U for four seasons. <laughs> Rob, nice I'm, just nice I'm just joking. Nice I Go ahead. Pick your guy, Corey. God damn it. <laughs> now, you guys got, got Verardi. You guys got some speed rushers. So, I'm going to go and uh, shake it up a little, little bit. I don't think this guy would have got picked, but I do want to give him his flowers. Give me my guy, Fletch, from the U, coming off the, the friggin' edge, murdering that's whatever. Not, that's not a bad pick. That's not and, a bad pick. And you – I got Beefy, I got Dondre, I got Dot Boss. I got guys that can play defense, but now I got a guy that's unblockable on the edge. And your fast quarterbacks, guys, are really great, but no one escapes number 12. Uh, very debatable, very debatable, but you got that. I'll let you get that one. Oh, go ahead, Matt. I'm going to pick a kid that took a lot of us by surprise the first time we saw him in the play-in game earlier this year. Uh a guy who was a gamer, he played his heart out, and someone who I would love to see wear the jersey of the Las Vegas Fear. Matt, please don't Coming do it. Coming from the Covington Heist to the Las Vegas Fear, Seth Chambers. Yikes. I thought I was going to be able to steal Seth. 
You guys had a lot of fun that game. Let me just say, I was playing the game, throwing for three touchdowns, running for one. Yes, that is the, the most shocking thing you've ever heard me say on this podcast. I ran for a touchdown. Yes, that happened. But you guys had a lot of fun calling that game. There, there was, was a very, lot of uh, great time. Matt, you just threw off a lot of my. <laughs> you threw off right, a lot of the beard. What are the beard leads? So we're going to we're going to pick number forty-two. So technically, I will get the last pick in the For draft. Sure. So right, sure. right now we are at pick number thirty-three. Rob, you have picks number thirty-three and thirty-four. Thirty-four. With the thirty-third pick, man. Uh, you really messing me up, man. I'm not gonna lie. You mentioned us so bad, I forgot my picks because I really wanted steps. Um, ah, with the 33rd pick, the Bearded Boys select. Where am I going again? I'm going back to the avenue. Give me freight train. Are you fucking kidding me? Wow. Are you guys kidding me? Fill you everybody are- in on him if because not a lot of guys may have seen I, some Baltimore listen, team this year. So, listen, ladies and gentlemen. Freight train is ferocious. The guy plays through the whistle. He doesn't hear the whistle. He hits as hard as Wolverine, as vicious as Variety. He's a little older. He's a little seasoned, but his football IQ on that D line honestly is second to none. Odds going against Freight Train. Yes, uh, we beat Freight Train, but I understand the caliber of player Freight Train is. He's not. A, he's a very strong guy. He keeps going to the ball. When he hits your quarterback, it's going to hurt. Please and thank you. I would, I'm taking free trade with my 33rd pick. And right. before you get to your next pick, Rob, of the of the two guys on your defense that probably mean more intangibly, more than they mean with their actual physical attributes, you guys got you got two of the guys that are the cornerstone of the rare breed defense, which many would argue was the driver to their four uh, their, their final four run. Come on now. The Wolverine and the Freight Train are two guys that regardless of what you do on the other side of the ball with your speed, with your scheme, with your agility, those guys somehow always find a way to make you feel some pain. So that's actually, you know, and that's why I'm making my case for having the better team out of the three of us because – it's, it, it's great that you guys, you know, you guys have your offenses ready, but if your quarterback has zero time like he's going to have with my defensive line, I have an offensive line to deal with you guys, with each of you guys. None of you, no guys that you guys have are unblockable. I literally have all the unblockable guys, all the monsters. You, you have one offensive lineman, Corey. Kudos to you. But other than that, you guys are in trouble. That was my 34. Listen, my guys, my guys are unselfish and beefy is as athletic as some of your guys, and he's going to play some yeah, line. Yeah, he's not blocking variety, Dondre is as athletic as some of your guys. He's going to play some line. Dot ball. See, and and me, that's, where, you know, that's where you lose to me, Corey. All those guys that you have are playing both sides of the You're 60 minutes. You even pick Bagway. He can't go 60 minutes, Corey. You know he can't I didn't even go pick 60. My, listen, I didn't even pick my quarterback yet. And none you of you are guys are. Bagway's a quarterback. Corey, <laughs> you playing coach. <laughs> None of you guys are brave. I, I think I'm going to surprise you guys with my last two picks. Corey's coaching. Is that, is that um, how much we have? Yeah. Uh, well, I have. I have. Pardon my next two picks. I have three picks left. Rob, you have uh, two picks left. Wait. No. Hold on. No, I got that wrong. I got that wrong. Corey, you have the last pick. So right, I have right, three right. picks left. Rob, you I have. You have well, two picks counting left. this one three, but I just have two left after this. Ah, with my 34th pick, my 34th pick, my 34th pick. Man, oh man. Oh yeah, this is easy too. What am I talking? This is this is a joke. This is a joke. Ladies and gentlemen, with my 34th pick, are you shitting me? Hey, Todd Campbell, are you shitting me? You can't come on with that cup, man. Yo. Rob came on to this podcast and absolutely argued with himself by picking two of the wide receivers from BIC that he says specifically, not that they're in general trash, but that they should have been much better than they were. Yet he has See, the ability to But here's the beauty of it. Who told you 
Taysom Campbell's playing wide receiver for me. He played, yo, do you not remember in the championship game of 2022 where literally Taysom Campbell is one of the reasons why Mims didn't get in the end zone? Yeah, covered. I'm telling you right now, my team is covered on all fronts. Taysom Campbell is my starting corner. No okay. discussion. It's over. Well, all right. Now, um, I am next. He's going to come onto my team on waivers, but he's going to play some wide receiver from now. I'm sure. I am all picking right, somebody who can play offense and defense. Someone who can play, who I would put on the offensive line, despite him having a solid year defensively. I think he would be more utilized for me protecting my quarterback, protecting. I know who this is. I know who this is. I know who this is. Yikes. Corey, you might know him as the Master Chief. He's number X. John Columbia is coming to the Las Vegas Fear. Yeah, and he's one of those young guns. You could get him to play from both sides. He's got enough energy. Nah, worst pick in the draft. You got it. Who's your who's your who's your defensive line? Let's see if he can really do something. My my defensive line? My my defensive line is DeAndre Haynes. No, it's not. I got DeAndre Haynes. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. I was looking at the wrong part of this. So my defensive line is Snag Sosa. That's insane. Nick Mays and Deontay Henderson rotating in and out. He got to stay at linebacker. Seth Chambers. Seth Chambers, Nick Mays, and Snag Sosa. That's my Okay, so Seth Chambers and Columbia be the combo. Okay, I'm not mad at that. That's cool. Yeah, and I got Nick Mays, too, playing. He can float between linebacker and defensive tackle. So I have I have some pretty decent – and I have Big Mook. I have Taheem Duran on my line. So that's true. Yeah, yeah. That's, I'm that's fairly set. Like, I need one more pick, and I don't know who I'm going to take, but it's up to the Corey Hammond, Corey Hammonds, who have three more picks. So I have three more picks. So I have a bang-bang, and then I have one final pick. Yep. Oh, man, this is tough. Rob, this is when it gets tough. I feel like we should maybe – you know, beg for at least one more round, but it's got to end. It's got to end, right? So, the Corey Hammond, Corey Hammonds do not have a running back, gentlemen. I have let the running back position fall all the way because I knew for a hundred percent fact that no one would take this absolute monstrosity. Now, in the 2022 season, we barely even ever even heard his name because, unfortunately, due to maybe the time zones. Maybe the fact that teams that he was on were talking too much trash and didn't take care of business. But I don't think, guys, when I say this name, that you guys can disagree that this guy is a manimal in this league, regardless of what state, what team, or how long it's been since we've seen him. So the Corey Hammond, Corey Hammond select. Billy Mallard, number four running back for the LA Aces. And I don't know if you guys remember – but last year, the only player from California, a team, uh, a state, excuse me, that touts among the highest level recruits at every level, whether it's college or high school or grade school or even those kindergartners that they're telling us they're going to be the next Matt Leinerts and Mark Sanchez's to, to bust in the NFL. But do you guys remember Mallard last year and how much of a beast he was? No. You guys are silent, huh? No, I'm 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 sorry. I was just I'm reviewing the draft board. But yeah, no, he was solid last year. Like he was probably the best part of that team and he was the best part of it this year. He was the nominee for A7FL Los Angeles. Um and you've got one because more he, even though his team the Aces I think was lacking at times. The reason they won the West Division last year and made it to the final four was pretty much solely on his back. And not only did I see him make huge runs in that uh, final four game but if you watch the film over there there's very few guys that make the business decision to you know get in in the way of such a dominating runner and when you guys are taking courage moseys and, and ice cream trucks i was saving that guy because i knew he'd be an ace in the hole late in the draft that is, is at, at least at that same level now for my next pick this is a pick that's maybe not even you know based on anything other than the amount of versatility that this player brings the the 
expert level understanding of the A7FL game based on his experience and a showing in the championship game that said that if this is if there's a way to slow down Sterry Codrington hypothetically, maybe if you could find this another mutant that doesn't exist in the world, I hear I hear teams already saying maybe that's the the formula to slow Sterry down. But with my second to last pick, I'm gonna take A7FL vet and A7FL legend, Amir Chick Morris, all everything, whatever you want to call his position for the U. Solid pick. Amir Chick Morris, we saw him in the A7FL championship game. He's a guy with a big veteran presence, can play really solid, and really came up clutch in a few moments for the U in the playoffs and in the championship game. My final pick. You know, we have the ice cream truck. We have some solid running, but I like having assets. I like being able to look at a chessboard and move things around. I like being situational because this is a league of matchups. This is a league of situational plays and situational players. I'm gonna... With gas prices, Matt, right? Oh, yeah. With gas prices, we need to make sure that we match. Sometimes you got to take a little bit of public transportation. The Las Vegas fear with our final pick, take a homegrown boy. He is RTC Richardson running back Las Vegas, uh, Las Vegas force. Yeah. Once, once you started leading into that, I kind of knew where you were going because he's another one of those running backs that you kind of let linger you know, later on into the draft, just because uh, of the, the amount of times we see some of these other guys. But when the Vegas Force stepped onto the field against Snow Tribe, there was a clear difference between the type of athlete that RTC showed to be whenever he touched the ball and the rest of the guys that were on the field and not, not trying to take away from anybody else on the force or even some of the guys that were, you know, leading the, the Snow Tribe despite, you know, the, the best efforts of whoever was trying to play quarterback for them. Um, you know, RTC, one of the best running backs in the league, absolutely. And probably, if not the, at least one of the MVPs for that division out West. Yeah, it's a, I'm very happy with the pick. Now we'll go to the Beard Boys for their final, final, final pick of the day. Their final two picks. Um, um, we got to just keep it simple. I'm just wrapping it up at this point. Just have a little depth. Give me OG Buck. I'll take him. Ooh. Take him right off the board. Yeah. Yeah. Thought You thought I was going to forget about him? No. Give me OG Buck. Give me... This is tough. This one here is tough because this last pick I have... I'm trying to narrow it down to two to three players, and I keep getting stuck on the same reasons why I would need this guy versus this guy versus that guy. But I want I want Duke from the U. I want Duke from the U to play my middle and round out that defensive line. And I personally, and he can play both sides. I personally don't see. What teams are going to do against that? I, I, I really don't. I, I'll take Duke and OG Buck as my last two picks. Something and happens to the Quattrell Huffman. OG Buck's going right in. OG Quattrell does play safety. Nobody knows that. Quattrell can play safety, but I won't need him to because I have JJ. Again, to round off my team, give me OG Buck. Give me Duke from, from the U. And and just the amount of players that, you know, we're going to get a lot of DMs and messages like, why didn't you pick this guy? Oh, why yeah, they're going to be pissed. They're going to be pissed. This is the depth of talent. Like, these are 42 of the top players in the A7FL, and we haven't really cracked into no, how we haven't. This, this league can be. We haven't. And I would love – and we've been working on some ideas here in the A7FL to make more content. If we created an alternate universe where the A7FL was in one team a division, and each of the division managers, each of the teams, one team from each division was in charge, and eight teams would have to pick 30 to 40 guys, you would start to see – I would love to see how people who are running teams in this league – 
would select players. And I would like to open it up there too to anybody who would be down to try this experiment. And I think this is something that we're going to definitely be talking about more and more as we head into the fall. But our final pick, Corey, and then we'll wrap this one up. The Corey Hammond, Corey Hammonds get. Don't the- you get one more pick, Matt? Oh, you get two more picks. You get two more picks. No, don't you get one more pick? No, no, no. Oh, well, you. Yes, I get one more pick. I'm sorry. It is my it is my pick. It's your pick, pick, and then I think I get one more pick, I think. Yes. No. I'll do two. I'll do two. No, 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 no. No, Corey I do. I get two. no, I get one more pick. I get one more pick yeah, and Corey gets the last pick. pick. Yeah, exactly. That's where we said, but I I'll take it. Wait, 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 wait. I'm confused. It's Corey's pick right now, right? No, 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 no. Right now, no, then pick. I get Corey's pick. I get a exactly. then Corey picks. Okay, okay, okay. See, Rob's scared of my team because it's so good. Not even close. You're smoke. <laughs> You're smoke. <laughs> you know what? It's a cal- it's a calamity and a tragedy that I have not. It's you know I'm the master of the thick boy touchdown. It's thick boy season. You don't have any thick boys. I am going to, with my final pick, uh oh, select DeQuan D Train Williams. That's a great pick. pick. That's a great pick. That rounds out your running back. Year. That's not a bad pick. The Corey. Uh, not a bad pick. I gotta I gotta pick the last pick of the FMF. Expletive, expletive, expletive draft. Now listen, let me just say this. I'm I if this is for real, I'm taking Eddie Pettio just because he's one of the best wide receivers in this league. We don't talk about. Um, is that your pick? <laughs> but that's that's some that's some real bias, homery bias, and you know the the interesting thing I think you know maybe in the coming weeks you know a, a player so good as Eddie, you know his future and where he ends up might be one of the biggest uh, talks of this off season and and how that you know that that greater storyline shapes out. So I just wanted to make sure that everybody's aware that the the Corey Hammond that like exists in the football world, not in this, this podcast world where I'm here to basically troll every single human being that exists on this planet. No, I'm just joking. But you don't, yeah, you don't got to say face Corey. They get it. No, don't worry, Corey. They're not going to hate you because you didn't pick your friends. No, no, I, I'm saying, I, I I'm saying that on a few of that, my guys, like if I had a I few mean, more picks, you know, the worst, what I'm going to say is, is that unfortunately to be on brand, but for this draft, maybe the downfall and maybe the worst pick of this draft. You talked about when uh, Matt went for John Columbia. Nah, I'm going to trump that. Because with the final pick, Mr. Irrelevant for this draft, <laughs> the Corey Hammond, Corey Hammonds, Corey Hammond, and pick Corey Hammond. <laughs> Much like bad company, off bad company, by bad company. Now, to be clear, to be clear, the smarter pick was to just add Eddie Pettio, have Mark Bagway, who's a better athlete, better well, quarterback about, than me. How, how, about this? how about, how about we'll give you this? Mark. He didn't show it's up today. Your team. It's your over. team. It's let's go. But it's your team. You're well, already no, how, about, how about this, guys? I, I had to be on the roster. Yeah. You're on the roster. It's your team. All right, so. With my pick, because I'm already on the roster and I don't have to pick, the Corey Hammonds are throwing touchdown passes like they did the, most of my the, – the later half of the twilight of my career. Eddie Petty, wide receiver, free agent. Let's go. And those are the 42 names we've selected. Will it be different if we, if we have the hands of the A7FL's division owners – team managers we don't know but we are gonna find out hopefully in the next few weeks we're gonna see what we can do to try to see what would happen in a fantasy world where the a7fl hits the reboot button and gives you a new look at the fastest rising game in football the best alternative sport the best alternative league in the United States, I dare say the world, the American Sevens Football League. This list will be in the show notes deep below. We will drop a link in there for you guys to see who we've picked. And then we will drop a Twitter poll on Monday, on Thursday when this episode drops. You'll see it pinned to the A7FL Twitter page. Please follow 
us on Twitter. And also be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the three-on-one podcast. I know fantasy draft podcasts can be a little weird, but when we're motherfucking each other and we're explaining who these players are, hopefully you guys get a grasp of what we're doing and who we're talking about. But we're going to wrap this one up. We're going to go back to our real lives, and we're going to go back to the business at hand. Next week on the show, we hope to have OG Buck, Rokeem, Chaney join us on the show and yell at us Dirty for him going, and yell at him. Uh, he's going to yell at us for going 39th overall in this draft. We will read your comments. And also, Carl, you are giving something away, are you not? Well, to be fair, I think that, you know, I've spent enough time with this podcast using my uh, platform to be the troll that's, you know, dishing it out. But it would be no fun if I'm only the one, the only one dishing anything out. And more than anyone, I think I deserve my comeuppance. So for those who are able to give us, and rightfully so, a five-star comment, give us your best Corey Hammond roast. And even though you probably don't want it if you're roasting me. I like it. I like that. You're potentially in the running for one of three Corey Hammond game-worn jerseys. And I'll I'll be revealing which ones are available to that best B-I-C. One of them is a B-I-C jersey. One of them is the baby blue original B-I-C jersey number 15. Which he played his best season in. And oh it's signed. And the best part about it is I was like, yo, BIC guys, sign this for me just so it's cool. And nobody wanted to. So it's even it's even that <laughs> it's even that much of an awesome troll. But I also have up for grabs a very rare item in this league as the team no longer exists. But a Snow Tribe uniform. I mean, excuse oh, me, a Spanktown uniform because Stop. I do not have a Snow Tribe uniform. Yeah, and then the third is a mystery because I got to go through and see which one I'm willing to part with. Maybe maybe the cursed red BIC if somebody gives me a good enough of a troll. So the best roast and the way we will be deciding this, we will drop a an image to, on Thursday when this drops. Uh, of a roast choreographic and that one will go on twitter facebook instagram and the a7fl reddit and the best comments the best roasts judged by us here on the pod those winners will get jerseys we'll have more information about that next week but until next time you know what Uh, we're gonna announce the winner of the a7fl hat shout out to royal cascadian he is the mod at the a7fl reddit page he had the best review of all the reviews of the a7fl three-on-one podcast so shout out to him give me a dm on twitter at matt ryan yells and we will send you your hat sir but for big rob fabian for Corey hammond i'm matt ryan we are done we're gonna get out of here so long from the three-on-one podcast we'll see you next week with one podcast and as always don't be an asshole